Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help you ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's Ruined. Oh, hello. Welcome to Ruined. This is Hallie. And this is Allison. And this is a podcast where you ruin a horror movie just for you. Just for you. Allison, how you doing? Oh, you know, good slogging through this like heat. Oh, is every it time super I go hot? outside, I'm like, oh, it's oppressively hot in a way that I Dang. like can't function. I'll be honest, that's the nice thing about it. It gets hot in LA, but baby, it's never as humid as New York. Yeah, it's not just like a suffocating <laughs> fog of wet, hot air. <laughs> <laughs> I remember me living in New York. I'm literally wearing jeans all summer. And it's looking it's back, it's like, for God's sakes, woman, there are other pant fabrics. What were you doing? I know. Just I wear jeans most of the time, Madness. too. And it's like, I have, like, adjusted my life into, like, more shorts. So that's, like, I think that's helpful. good. But also, also like, a like, linen pant. I feel like there's so many other options. That, like, there are options that aren't heavy denim. Um, but I do feel like, also, in the last two years, like, things have changed. Like, there's less, like formality to so many things where it's like mm-hmm. you can wear jean shorts to that it doesn't matter anymore like, yeah no for sure um yeah. that's a really good point um but how are you i'm i'm good i'm just gonna complain i was gonna try to watch another movie complain. um for to continue our summer camp theme yes. but i couldn't find it on amazon so it was only available on sci-fi right which you can get through hulu but you have to buy like the I don't know if it's a live Hulu. There's some Hulu package. So you get sci-fi, yeah. you get live sports, you get Disney+. Plus. And I was like, I don't care or want those other things. But in order to get this, I guess I will. It wasn't like a trial. It was like you pay half as much as what you normally would pay, which is like 60 bucks. So I was no. really, I was saying, you know what? I just am desperate to get this. I will pay $30 to watch this movie. All right? I'm not happy about it, but whatever. And then I go to... Um, do it. And I changed my Hulu account. So now it's like this upgraded account. Right. Right. I'm like, I guess I'm going to enjoy a, a month of watching Disney plus or whatever to get my money's yeah. worth. Get some, watch the Simpsons. It will not like, basically it's like, we need to find your, uh, we need to know where you're located. So we know what live sports you can watch, which again, I don't care about. So I was like, okay, here's like, my location. Anywhere. I, for whatever reason, I don't know why Hulu is insisting that like, I, I, I'm not showing it my location. So, like, you know, it says, like, show us your location. I say yes. And it's like, oh, your browser's blocking it. But then when I go to my browser to specifically unblock it, yes, it doesn't register it. So now I can't even get on Hulu at all. I can't access Hulu whatsoever. So I'm, no. I'll figure it out. I just need to figure out, like, the settings on my, on my Chrome, I think. But I'm just, like... I have, in fact, paid $30 to do fucking nothing because nothing. as a result, I had to do another movie, a movie I, I really enjoyed and, like, I'm happy to do. But I was like, why, Hulu? Why do you have to play me like this? I don't care about live sports. I didn't want to get live sports. I just didn't know any other way of getting this movie. Right. And it's like, it feels so weird because we do live in the era, it feels like, of, like, 
anything, anytime on demand. I can we could watch right. basically anything except if it was on Comedy Central eight years ago, and then <laughs> right. like that's uh, lost in time. Forever. Then you could watch it on Facebook and clips. That's seems to be what their strategy was. Um, but like it, like it always like because I'm always like God. There's so much choice. I can watch anything I want, and like then when there's something really specific yeah. you want to watch, there's always like. 10 weird hurdles that make it impossible. And you're like, okay, so you can't watch anything at any time. At least at least until I figure out this Hulu thing, I can't do it. It's a nightmare. And also, like, in this new world, like, I feel like in the past you were able, when there was a problem with a service or, or a product, there was a number you could call and a oh, person you could talk it. to. And, they and like, now it's like, do you want to chat with a robot to fix your computer? And it's like, no, I don't. I actually have no idea how to do that, and it doesn't help. And I do regret that for people younger than us, where, like, you really could – I mean, it was annoying and a hassle, but you really could call places and get somebody. And yes. now so many places are, like, automated. Like, inside to me, I was traveling for work, and I may have temporarily lost my passport. Hor horrifying uh, 12 hours. Luckily, got it back or whatever. But while I was trying to find it – I was in the airport trying to talk to Delta. I'll call them out. And I was like, do you have a lost and found? Like, I'm concerned I left it on the plane, you know? Could you check? And they're like, well, there's a lost and found, but it's outside of the security. So I was like, well, I don't want to leave because I, right. uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't if know. If you can't get back. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm like, I'm sure I could talk to someone, but that's like, oh, they're hassle, whatever. And I was like, can I just call down there? Could you guys call down there? Like, we don't have a phone number, the lost and found. You have to fill out a form. And I was no. like, we can't call no. a place that's 50 yards away because there's no phone. Like, that, I'm like, this is so stupid. So I filled out the form and, like, it ended up all working out. Like, it wasn't there. Fortunately, it was in the lift uh, that I took. But um, it was just like that moment of, like, boy, we've really automated anything helpful or easy out yes. of this process. Right. Like, you should, like, it is easier to, like, Automation does not mean easier. Yes. Especially from the user yeah, experience. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And like, also, yeah. And it's like it's anything that people would be so desperate to find is something they don't want to fill a form out. It's like medications, your baby right. stuff, eyeglasses, your wallet. Yes. Like, this is not shit that, like, you're going to be like, oh, I'll just sit here and fill out my form. It's like, I would like to talk to someone who is looking at the stuff currently. Yeah, so stupid. Ay, that's a nightmare. These are my complaints about the world, Allison. And they are valid. But we have a great movie that I was yes. the universe led me to watch, and I, I really enjoy it. And it is, of course, 2015's The Final Girls. We always like to have Allison watch the trailer. So, Allison, what were your thoughts about The Final Girls trailer? I'm, like, surprised I didn't know this existed. Like, it's just got so many comedy, And I, I, I understand it's a horror comedy, Um but, like, there's just so many comedy people in it where I was like, I would have seen that this exists. Like, Melinda yeah. Ackerman, like, Middle Ditch, Adam Devine. Like, there's just a lot Alia, of... Alia Shawkat. Alia Shawkat. Like, it's just, like, there's so many people in it where I'm like, how did this not, like, cross my screen at some point? Um, That's but, a great uh, question. You know, it does look fun. I do like kind of, like, playing with, like, the we're in a, we're inside of the movie like it you know kind of like the later scream um films in the franchise yes. where it's like the, it's about a movie that's about the movie that you're watching like i think that there's like a lot of fun in that so i'm excited to see how they do it yes this is a very meta horror comedy mm -hmm. we we love to see it to mix it up from our genuine yes. um heartfelt summer camp uh slasher movies um we also take a baseline scary so um, I'm going to ask you, Allison, how scary do you find the concept of the unchangeable nature of time? 
oh, extremely? Yeah. I guess not scary, just more upset. Yeah, just like the idea of like, you know, uh, it's sort of that... It, it just, it's something you're so powerless over. Like, it's like yes. when something has happened, it's like... It has happened. You can you only adjust it. yourself. Yeah, you can't unhappen it. Or can you, Allison? Is that what this movie posits? It, po- it posits it. It is posited in this it film. It is posited. Um, and we always like to have Allison guess the twist. What twist, if any, do you think will be in The Final Girls? Guess the twist. Okay, so what I gather from the trailer, which was long um, and gave a lot of plot. um, Oh, boy. Okay. It seems like the daughter of a woman who died. Though I'm just like, well, is this a documentary? How are you watching? your? But I guess like maybe she was an actress in a horror movie who died shortly after. And it's like the anniversary of this horror movie. So like, And then they end up in the movie. And I think it'll be kind of... um, that who how her mom died is not going to be what the daughter had been told all along. Like Ooh, she'll okay. find out a tr- like where it's like, oh, I always thought that like you uh, drowned by accident, but actually like you were murdered by this person. Okay, I love it. Let us begin by ruining the final girls. So we open on a trailer for a very eighties horror movie called Camp Bloodbath. And with the, like the sort of the typical voiceover, it's like, "Welcome to Camp Bluefinch, where romance and the sun can turn deadly." And it's a very horny, very classic summer camp slasher. So we see like sexy counselors that are unaware of being terrorized by a mass killer known as Billy Murphy. And it's the voice shows us, you know, sort of the hooking up. Machetes flying, and the voiceover says, They won't be singing Kumbaya. They'll be screaming Kumbaya, no. And we see the trailer is being watched by our teen protagonist, Max, um, who is sipping her soda and waiting for her mom in her car. And uh, underneath, like her feet, there's, there's a box of her mom's headshots. Um, and her name of her mother is Amanda Cartwright, um, who is in Camp Bloodbath, as we see okay. in the credits. Max looks up and we see her mother leaving what we assume is another failed audition, smoking a cigarette, her life just not wanting to be just not what it what she wanted it to be. Yeah. And she slides in the driver's seat and Max immediately like, you know, you're too good for this. OK, you know, like you're, you, they should be so lucky to have you. And Amanda's like, you know, I, kind of my only claim to fame is Camp Bloodbath. So as soon as I go in, they're like, how do I know you? Oh, yes, I remember, you know, and, you had sex yeah. and then it got murdered on screen, you know. And she she tells Max, if you ever decide to act, don't do a slasher film. It'll ruin your career. And Max is like, I have no interest in being an actress. You're the actress. You're the star. Nev Campbell disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they she, they decide, let's go to Mel's for dinner. And so Amanda's complaining about her boyfriend. And Max is like, he's a fucking loser. Like, you know, he invited you to Palm Springs. Yeah. He Then he's kind of just stopped communicating with you. Meanwhile, Max is also going through their bills. I was like, we have to pay these bills. So the idea is like, um, Amanda had Max very young. And so Max is much more mature and sort of like her friend slash roommate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. while well, Amanda's sort of like the alive one, like the one who's like fun and, and carefree most of the time. And Max is like the serious one. And in this moment of joie de vivre, she grabs the bills out of Max's hand and throws them out the window. And of course, I'm like, someone's going to take your address. Someone's going to steal your yep. information. But yep, yep. 
Uh, well, that's we're primed to be terrified constantly <laughs> of identity theft on this podcast. That's true. Because it's a real threat. And she turns to the radio and just said, uh, Amanda's favorite song, Betty Davis Eyes, starts playing. And she's like, oh, my God, Max, they're playing my song. And they oh, crank it up. Song. And they're just like mouthing along to Betty Davis Eyes. And they're having a moment. And they're really having fun. And Max is like relaxed for once. But then Max drops her soda into the box of headshots, ruining them. And horrified, oh, no. Alex is, Amanda's like, oh, my we God. We know they're expensive. That's what she says. She says, those are really expensive. And she looks down. Allison, in that moment, a car comes into the intersection, and they are T-boned by another oh. car, sending the car flipping okay. over. Okay. Okay. Three years later, Amanda, of course, has died in the car accident. And Max is just sort of in a fugue state. She's just trying to get through the rest of high school. Mm. And we see her watching a whole old whole movie of her f- mother, just clearly like just not still there, like just not yeah. like not able to move forward, understandably. And she gets picked up by her friend Gertie, who's Alia Shaw cat, who's trying to cheer Max up. And she's like, oh, my God, like, Chris, your tutor is single. I heard you broke up with Vicky, who everybody hates. She's like this mean bitch. And he's like, I think Chris Vicky's is interested always- in you. Mean bitches. And it's Vicky with an I. I know a Vicky with yeah. a Y who's a, a lovely, wonderful woman. Me too. Vic, you changed that, uh, that Y Vicky with an I? I? Vicky Gumbelson as Real Housewives of Orange County? No one's a bigger bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it is a classic bitch name in movies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's like, I think you should ask Chris out. Like, he's single now, and he clearly really likes you. And Max is like, I'm just trying to graduate. I am. Yeah. She's struggling to finish her classics uh, class. And that's why they're meeting Chris. They meet at the Frostop Root Beer Diner. And uh, he tutors them on Greek mythology, which I think is an interesting thing to be struggling with. Like, I feel like we're supposed to, like, take the – he's telling you the story of yes. Pandora. And I think it's, yes. like, we're supposed to take from that. Okay. But I'm like, I can understand, like, math or, like, even philosophy. You know, I think yeah. it would be hard but like – we're just learning Greek myths. I don't know if anyone's having a hard time with that. Am I wrong? That's, it's just stories. It's learning stories. Yeah. But again, maybe the trauma cut her off from her, her natural yes, yes. you know, ability to understand these. And just then, Gertie's stepbrother, Duncan, runs in and sort of corners Max. And he's like, please, please come to the uh, double feature for Camp Bloodbath and Camp Bloodbath 2 that he is organizing at the local theater. She is Amanda Cartwright's daughter. I mean, it's kind of a huge get. She's never really wanted to be affiliated with that stuff, especially with mm-hmm. since her mother always felt so down about the movie, you know. And she's yeah. like, I don't think I could do it. But Duncan tells her, look, I will do all of your classics homework and your papers through the end of the year if you do this for me. And she says, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. So that night, they go to the movie theater. And Chris, who's clearly interested in Max as well, is also there because they were talking about it, you know. And Gertie's like, who, he, he, you know, like like behind his back, like most saying, yeah. like, oh, he really likes you. But again, Max is still very fucked up about her mother's untimely and horrific death. Yes. So, you know, it's just not sort of picking up what he's putting down. And uh, they stand near the movie poster. And Chris is like, wow, like this is really cool like to honor her, you know. And Max reveals that this is the year the – three-year anniversary of her mother's death that night. Okay. So uh, Chris's ex, Vicky, rolls off. And again, she's got, like, some new hunky boyfriend named Tyson and is just there to wave Tyson in Chris's face to get him to, like, be interested in her or, like, tease him or whatever. And as soon as they go in, she basically dumps Tyson to, like, talk to Chris. Okay. Um, Vicky is also talking about, like, you know, she's on Adderall. That's the only way she can get through her schoolwork. And we find out that Vicky and Max used to be good friends. Okay. And they sort of have like an awkward like half talk where they sort of acknowledge it before Vicky drags Chris away to like 
get him interested in her and to buy her popcorn, clearly trying to win him back. And yeah. Gertie's like, oh, what? I hate that bitch. Like, you let her do that. And Max is like, again, I barely have any energy to do anything. Like, yeah. I, whatever. I'm just getting through the day. Yeah. Um, Duncan gets Max to agree to do a Q&A after the movie. And she's like, that's fine. So they get – Max joins the gang in the movie theater and they, the movie begins. And beginning – we see uh, Max's mom plays Nancy, who is one of our scream queens. She rolls up to camp in a bright yellow uh, VW bus with fellow counselors mm-hmm. Tina and Kurt. And Nancy is the one that tells the story of, in the movie of little Billy Murphy – we see this flashback in black and white for, to the 1950s. The kids always picked on Billy, and the counselors decided to play a prank on him. And oh we see in black and white that, you know, he's in like an old-timey outhouse, and the other campers throw a firecracker into the outhouse while Billy's pooping. And you That's hear his terrible screams. Awful. And in the movie, you also see that Nancy and Kurt, who is played by Adam Devine, He's sort of like the the Lothario, like he's like the one very horny, like sort yes. of a jock, like constantly yeah. trying All to the get bad her pants. Puns. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, Allison, while they're watching, there's a moviegoer in the back of the movie theater who's sipping from a bottle of vodka, who then drops it, and oh, it what? sort of just rolls down under the seats. Just then, another moviegoer goes to ash their joint. And you see the little What's this movie the theater Ember. that you can smoke weed in. A fucking cool one, man. Yeah, yeah, I know real chill there. movie theater. And in the, the the you know the ember drops, and the whole fucking place ignites. Like it is the movie theater is instantly in flames. Everyone is screaming and freaking out, and somebody has like a prop machete, like that Billy Murphy uses in the movie. Somebody drops one, so Max grabs it, and they aren't able to get to the back of the theater. So she says to Duncan, is there an exit behind the screen? And she, he says yes. So she, of course, slices through the screen to escape. Yes. They all follow right behind her. So when they all wake up, Max and the entire gang have transmuted, traveled to uh, this beautiful wooded area. They're in it's – the, it's the middle of the day. And they're yeah. like, did we fucking die? What How did what happened? And just then they see the bright yellow VW bus, the same one from the movie, roll up. And we see T- Tina and Kurt in the front. And they're like, oh, do you know the way to Camp Bluefinch? And and they also are just so flabbergasted. They don't answer. And Tina and Kurt are like, okay, whatever. And they drive down. Allison, they walk for 92 minutes down the road, only to look up and see the VW bus drive by again. Gertie's like, okay, okay, I figured it out. We've all gone insane. Yes. And Doug, yes. it's like, I don't think we, I unfortunately think that something else is going on. This time when the BW bus stops, um, you know, they sort of ask, oh, where's the Camp Bluefinch? Duncan tells Tina and Kurt, oh, you know, actually we're counselors too. So we're going to, we need to hitch a ride to the camp. And everyone's like, what are you doing? He's like, we saw the bus and then 92 minutes later, it showed back up. Yeah. We're in the movie. The movie's yeah. looping, so we there's no point in waiting here. And everyone's right. like, I don't know. But, of course, they're already in the VWS, so they're kind of, like, play-acting as if, like, they, they're they yeah. not immediately, like, you're like, in a movie. You know, like, they're not right. sure how to play this, you know? Well, how would you? Yeah. And Kurt's like, oh, my God, I hope you guys packed other clothes, but all of you look disgusting. Of course, he's wearing, like, a crop top, like, cut-off jean shorts, like, right. a big, like, keychain. And big hair. And he calls to the back and he says, someone better wake up Sleeping Beauty back there. A line from the movie. And Max turns and realizes that the character her mother plays is there. Her Nancy yes. Nancy is there. Her mother is alive as a 20-year-old, basically. Yes. 
And so she stares and she sees that Nancy looks up and is like, oh, hi, I'm Nancy. And Max is crying. And she's like, Aww. oh, you know what? Is this your first time away from home? I get it. It's so hard to be away from your parents. Like, I was the same way. So they're immediately like, she's Aww. very sweet and immediately like forming this relationship. And of course, Max is like, I can't tell you that you're all cry. Like, I, <laughs> that's I know. so sweet. It's This whole movie is very nice. I mean, that's sort of the point of it is sort of like, yeah. you know, like having to come to terms with things. But it's yeah. so sweet. And I'm just like, also, Malin Ackerman is great at this. Everybody is very she's good at this great. movie. This should I be a bigger movie. I haven't seen her in anything in a minute. I would love to see her in more stuff. Yeah. She's terrific. Also, absolutely stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. I mean, truly gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so the bus arrives at Camp Bluefinch. Like, the other counselors get out. They meet the other counselor, Blake. And Doug's like, okay, yeah, so we're in the movie. So um, and everyone says, so how the fuck yes. do we get out of here? Yeah. And he points, and we see one of the counselors, Mimi, is headed into the woods. He's like, we're right on schedule. She meets a, a hot hitchhiker. They end up hooking up. But then she and the hitchhiker get murdered in the woods. And, and Max is like, so we're just we're just gonna let let her die is what you're telling me. It's like, well, I mean, it's really the only people who get killed in the movie are people who have sex or like are sexual in any way. Yes, they die. And Max realizes my mother isn't the final girl. My mother is murdered in the movie. Like right. my mother has sex with Kurt, and then she's no longer a virgin. And then she is one of Billy Murphy's victims. Yes. And Vicky, Vicky, to her to her credit, she's a bitch, but she's like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Yes. I'm going to get the van. We're just going to drive. And it's like, yes. as if that would work. But like, I get it. It's like, whatever but, but like, options. I think that's a logical, like, let's try this. That's a logical first yes. idea before you start learning the rules of like what bizarre upside down movie world <laughs> you're in. Exactly. So they go to hit, a, like, she goes to, like, talk to Kurt, who only wants to, like, smash, you know? Yeah. And basically, they're like, we just want to borrow your van. Please don't make us be a part of this. He's like, you guys are weird. And he takes his van keys, and he hurls them into the woods behind him. So now they have to go find the keys. It's like, again, Kurt, you're an asshole. You're going to die. That's Kurt. why, that's the role you're playing as, like, a, a fucking You need buffoon. to die. He's the, yeah, he is the, the glazer of the burning, basically. Yes. He's just a meathead. So they all rush over there while Max talks to her mom's character, Nancy, who has, of course, no awareness of her. Her character doesn't ha Nancy does not have children. Like, she has no idea who Max is. She just thinks, oh, you're another counselor who's joining us. Yeah. And um, Nancy tells Max, you know, like, I'm going to be honest, like, Kurt asked me to do it with him later. And I think I'm going to do it. Like, I can't stay a virgin forever. I'm going to be going off to college. Like, this summer I said I was going to lose my virginity. And I'm going to get drunk because I want to be cool like Tina. And we look over at Tina and Tina is like just d daytime grinding on Chris. Like she's like the horn, like the slut. Like yes. she's so horny. Like she's grinding on him and there's no music. And Chris sort of like uncomfortably rushes over to Max to like, I'm going to help the key. Go help find the keys. Yeah. And Max tells Nancy, do not have sex. Do not drink. Yes. Do not be sexual in any way. I am warning you. Nancy's like, oh my god, you sound like my mother. Like, get like, cut loose. This is summer camp. We're all we're gonna at fuck. Summer camp. This is where everybody fucks. Yeah, like <laughs> we're watching children in nature. Of course, we're all gonna just oh. raw dog each other. You know. <laughs> so Max finally agrees. She's gonna help look for the keys. So they're they're fumbling around. They're in the overgrowth, and while they're looking there, they see Mimi, me, this hitchhiker, and of course, immediately start making out like you do when you meet a random hitchhiker in the woods. Of yeah, course, you immediately like, start hooking we up. Definitely. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and so they start going to town. They are unfortunately the first ones murdered. First, the yes. hitchhiker is stabbed by uh, Billy Murphy with his machete and then Mimi. 
And Vicky's like, I cannot believe that we are just going to stand here and watch them get casually murdered. But Duncan's like, well, it's kind of out of our hands. Like, we're, we didn't write the movie. Like, based, right. like, we're kind of just documentarians. Like, we have to observe it because if we start to change it, you know, it, it will. we don't know what could possibly happen. Just then, they look and Billy Murphy turns and notices them and starts walking towards Max and the gang. Allison, oh. I got to ask, what would you do? What would you do? Like, I think I'd try and kill him. Yeah. Like, what would you kill him with? I don't know. There's like four or five. Like, do they still have the? No, they don't have the keys to the van. Um, but they have a bunch of them. There are. I mean, there's like five of them. I mean, they like hold him down and like 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 fight him and like take his weapon. What is he? What is he killing? A machete. A machete. Of course. Like. If you can get the machete out of his hands, like, yeah, you know, take some action. Like, I, I, I don't subscribe. Like, this isn't like the past in a real way because it's a film. So, like, you can fuck around with what's happening in it. It's not like, you know, the fable of like going back and or what was it, the Twilight Zone of like a butterfly flaps its right. wings and then like you know all of history has changed. Um, like that's not what's happening here because you're in a movie. Yeah. So just like start fucking with it. Yeah, because also it's like him. if you're wrong, well, there's no way you, that you could have known that, you know. So it's right. like, what do you, what do, you, what are you gonna lose if if you're yeah. wrong and, and you end up dying? Well, you were a serial killer was already approaching you anyways, you know. Right. Um, I completely agree with that. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge at DHL Supply Chain? You're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8th, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. So they all run screaming except for Duncan and Duncan points out, he's like, I don't think that he can affect us. And Billy stops and he's like, look, I don't, he's not, he can't kill or won't kill us because we're not a part of the movie, but the movie will end when the final girl wins. So we kind of just have to like watch it all happen. Like we kind of have to be the audience within the movie. You know, he's like, Oh, that final kill in camp bloodbath. Like it's so cool. Like the final girl Paula shows up. And she kicks the machete out of his hand and she grabs and she just slashes uh, Billy. My plan. So so Duncan's like, okay, we're just going to stick with Paula and we'll be fine. And he's so confident that he goes to take a, a, like a celebratory selfie with like Billy Murphy in the background. And of course, as he's taking it, we see the machete just like tomahawk in from off camera and stab Duncan through the side and he collapses to the (sighs) ground. They can, of course, be affected in the yes. movie, and now they've affa- and now they have changed the movie. Yes, now somebody. Yes, and so they do this like very fun loop of like they attempt to run out of the camp, but every time they attempt to run out of the camp, they just end up running back around the other side. They physically yes, cannot fun. leave the camp anymore. 
And Max realizes, like, the movie will, will not let us leave. So we have to try to get to the end of the movie and see if we can escape then. Because we, there's nothing we could do about right. it. Next thing you know, the gang is sort of just sitting with the counselors, who have no idea any of this is all going on, of course. Right. And they're singing, the Jordan's River is deep and wide. Hallelujah. Which is from Friday the 13th. Yes. So they're, like, just playing the acoustic guitar. And Max Fun. says... I think we have to tell them what we know. I think we have to just yes. let them know what's, again, if we're affecting it, we're already here. We're already affecting it, you know? Yeah. Vicky's like, that's a great idea. Also, do you guys have any fucking axes and chainsaws? Like, she's like, if there are weapons, we got to be we should amassing them. them. Yeah. Yes. Luckily, Paula, our final girl, the only brunette, rolls up. And she's, like, Obviously. smoking a cigarette. And she's just ready. She's already ready to kick ass. She's just sort yeah. of like, who the fuck are these new people, you know? Yes. Ned yes. says, oh, well, they're the new a counselors. Queen. And Paula's like, we don't have any new counselors coming this year. But Nancy says, well, I guess, I guess we do. I don't. It showed up, and it, which yeah, again here. does seem to be the policy of, a, of an '80s uh, summer campus. If someone shows up, we just assume they, they can, can work, work here. there yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. No, we don't need to know any information about you or we your don't business. Need to know your history or your behavioral <laughs> patterns or even your name. Exactly. You work here now. Manage the children. Oh, you're a, you're an active pedophile. Well, you know, I guess oh. work in the kitchen, and we'll try to yeah. keep you keep you contained. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And so they're trying to, like, strategize it, what exactly to do. And they're like, okay, so Billy only shows up when someone starts to get sexy or have sex. So if all of us sort of just, like, stay with the individual characters and sort of act as, like, a a, a downer. A blocker. A real yeah. blocker. A wet blanket. Then Billy won't show up because he will not have his cue to show up. So we just have to stick right. with everybody and just, like, turn the dial way down on how horny everybody is. Ugh. Tough to do at a summer camp. Because everyone's so gosh darn horny. Up. So they all pick a, like, a, a person to follow. And um, Max says, okay, I'll take my mom. And Vicky's like, just so you know, that's not your fucking mom. And I don't want your delusional shit to get us killed. And Vicky's not wrong. Like, it, it is hurtful to hear, but this it's not her mother. It's it's yeah. a character played by her mother, which I how do, we, how do you deal with that, you know? Right, Yeah. You can't really connect to her in the way, be like, mom, it's me. Like, yeah, she's not mom. She's Nancy and Nancy isn't your mom. And so Chris hangs out with Kurt and he's like, you know, none of the girls are like that hot. You know what I mean? Like, so it's probably like going to be like a pretty, you know what I mean? Like, let's focus on, you know, like ourselves and like working on ourselves, you know? Oh, sure. And Kurt's like, hell no. All those girls are just smoke shows. And he calls Chris the F word. And when he doesn't want to look at his porno mag. And Chris tells him, you know what? My dads are gay, so how about you shut the fuck up? And Kurt's like, gay guys can't have kids. They're too busy going to the disco, which is actually like a very cool lifestyle. He's like, listen, being gay is cool as hell. That sounds amazing. But you don't have kids. And Chris is like, listen, um, just listen to me. You you don't want to get sexy with any of these gals. And Kurt's like, no, no, there's no one hotter than that fine-ass girl, Max. Of course, Chris flips out. And we've known him to be, again, like a very intellectual person but he goes sort of full yes. jock mode and he grabs Kurt by the throat and he's like you shut the fuck up about Max like he even he is sort of also becoming a um a jock you know in yes. in, in his exposure to the to these yes. uh cliches everybody's gonna like fall into a uh, an archetype I imagine yes and so um Gertie is hanging out with Blake and they clearly have a flirtation Vicky's hanging out with Tina and Paula and Tina's like what's this and it's uh Vicky's iPhone and he's like, it's a phone. And Tina's like, this is not a phone. I could, you know, fit this in my mouth. Like, I, there's yeah. no way this is a phone. Right. And uh, she also grabs Vicky's uh, Adderall 
prescription. And she's like shaking. It's like, how will you just not touch that and just give me back my shit? Out. Yeah. Paula is also like, they're, they're going to have like a sort of a sleep in, a sleepover like the night before like the mm-hmm. ca- camp costumes come. So like Paula's making like an alcoholic punch. They're all going to like hang out. There's going to be, of course, like a terrible rainstorm later. But of course, they're going to get things are going to get sexy. And then, of course, Billy Murphy will show up, as is the yes. plot of the film. Meanwhile, Vicky keeps trying to be like, you know, if you if you had like a chainsaw here, like where would it be? That would be my question. Yeah, I like Vicky's insistence on yes. weaponing up like she's honestly the smartest person there right now. And meanwhile, Max finds Nancy, who is already she's a, it's a scene you see in the trailer where she's in her underwear waiting for Kurt up in his room. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, Max, like, come on. And uh, she sort of, like, chides her the way that, like, Max chides Nancy the way that Max chided her mother. Like, Mm -hmm. you need a guy who actually, like, cares about you and treats you right. Like, they act like they like you, but then they don't actually do the things you need them to do. And Nancy's like, you know, that's, like, a very insightful thing. You're, like, very wise, you know? Kurt shows up. He's got his shirt off. He's like, oh, 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 two for the price of one, ladies, of course. Jesus Christ. But both Nancy and Max are turned off by that. They're like, we're going to recuse ourselves. Thank you. Yeah, no. Unfortunately, because something sexy was about to happen, we That's actually, enough. We hear the, like, every time Billy shows up, you could act, they hear the sting, the, like, ch 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 ha ha like, music. Yes. And he shows up. So they hear that, and it's like Gertie sees Billy through the window, screams, everyone runs in, they're all in the main cabin, and Gertie says, we just have to tell them about Billy. And Nancy says, you don't mean the legend of Billy Murphy, and sits down and tells the story that we already saw in the movie, you know? Right. And as she tells it, the room sort of starts to melt, and it takes them physically into a flashback, but just the the gang from outside yes. the movie, not the actual movie participants. Not the, the characters in the original film. So, yeah, so uh, Max and the gang are suddenly in the, the black and white version of the camp, and it's they're there in 1957. We see a convertible roll-up with the original counselors, and they hear Nancy's voiceover. They're watching the counselors throw a firecracker into the outhouse. They hear Billy's screams, and we find out this time around that Billy had three-degree burns all over his face. And during those long nights in the burn ward, he turned to rage he hated his face so much, he carved a mask to cover it, which is very much of the burning, you know? It's, yes. it's it, it, And, of course, the, the mask, classic of so many classic killers. Horror. Yeah. And as soon as he was able to, so he didn't even wait, like, like Cropsy five years. As soon as he was able to, Billy, who is still a child, returned yeah. to the camp and killed eight counselors, one for every month he spent in the burn ward. And as he slaughters them, their bro- their blood sprays all over Gertie because she happens to just be standing in the wrong place. Yeah. The flashback ends, and they're back in the cabin, and all the counselors look at them. Gertie is still covered in blood. Like, she has brought the blood oh, from the flashback. No. So the movie counselors reasonably are like, what the fuck is going on? They all run out. They're screaming. They're like, what? how did that? What do you, what's, who are you people? What is this? Why are you covered in blood? Why are you covered in blood? A valid question at any point. 100%. And Kurt and Paul jump in Paul's car, and they just fucking take off, right? Yeah. Tina falls down, and Nancy comes back to save her, and, and Max rushes over, and Nancy's like, stop. Tell us what the fuck is going on. And Max tells them, I am so sorry. You cannot leave. None of us can. We think that, like, this is the movie, and we're in it with you, mm. and um, we're going to be here till Billy Murphy is dead. And we're hoping maybe when he dies, we could leave, but we have no idea. 
Al- no one knows the rules. <laughs> Allison, as Kurt and Paula peel away out of the camp, Duncan, who is badly injured but still alive, wanders onto the dirt road and is immediately mowed down by the car. Oh, Duncan. Too bad. And Kurt's like, oh my God, you killed Duncan. Let's go to a hotel and like relax and like work this out on each other. Oh no. But before they can even react, Paula slam like veers out the road, slams into a totem pole, and Kurt flies through the windshield, killing him. And before anyone can even react, Paula's car explodes, killing Paula as well. So Paula and Kurt. The original final girl. The original final girl. So these are two deaths that were not meant to happen like this in the movie. And of course, as Uh-oh. the final girl, she was not supposed to die at all. She was going to survive to the end and kill Bill- Billy Murphy. Right. The final girl is now dead. Of course, the question is then, who has to be the final girl? Vicky flips out. She is like, Paula's the only one of us who can kill Billy Murphy. The rest of these characters are just fucking saps. You know, she has yeah. no faith that Nancy could do it. She's like, oh, Nancy's just like the little, the little nice blonde one with a clipboard. You think she can get out here and kill somebody? And, and everyone is kind of mourning them. And Vicky's like, those people weren't even real. We're real. This is just a movie. And Nancy steps forward and says, what do you mean this is just a movie? Like, talk me through what the fuck we're talking about. Right. So back inside, Blake, Tina, and Nancy are, like, mentally trying to wrap their heads around the fact that they are movie characters. Because, like, this is the first time they're... That's a lot to take in. If somebody showed up in your life and was like, hey, (laughs) you're... This is a movie, and, like, this isn't a real thing, and reality exists outside of this, like, closed world that you live in, it would take me a minute to kind of process that. I feel like um, it's sort of like when people talk about like, um, oh, you know, this is a uh, simulation. Don't tell me about it. It's real to me. I don't need to know if it's a simulation or not. That's not my business. Right. No. I'm living my life. Don't bother me. Um, Tina also raises her hand and we see Tina is like in multiple layers of clothing, mittens that are like taped on and a life vest. And she's like, I have a question. Why do I have to wear all this? Like, Okay. Uh, well, because you do a strip tease of the slumber party, and that's when Billy shows up to fucking kill everybody. Yeah. So we are going to really be careful, and you can't get too horny, and you cannot take your clothes off. Yeah. And of course, Tina, because she is the slut character, is like, I don't know about that. I, I, why would I do that? And then immediately is like trying to take off her mittens to get <laughs> naked. They're like, nope, Tina. Nope. Stop it. We know you want to see these, the, the, show off your little no, no. titties. Don't do it. No, no, no. And, you know, they're sort of regrouping. The, and then Vicky says, okay, Paul is dead, and we need a new final girl. I volunteer. But Chris says, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but uh, you have to be a virgin, and you're absolutely not a virgin. Yeah. The only virgin in the group is Max. So it is probably going to fall to her to have to be the final girl. Oh, boy. Chris is immediately like, let's strategize. He gets killed by his own machete. We have to get Billy's machete. We know yeah. that weapon works. We could try other stuff, but we just, we don't really It might not work. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart and not something I would have thought of. (laughs) And, um, but he's like, basically you just have to get the machete and then based on the movie, chop his head off. And Vicky's like, she can't fucking do that. Look at her. Who do you think she could do that? And Chris is finally like, you have to stop. I don't know why we even dated. I don't know why you're acting like this. You need to shut the hell up. You're a bitch. But also you can see Max herself is like, yeah, I don't know if I could decapitate a guy. I don't know if that's, I don't know if I do. I don't think I could. Yeah. I mean, I think I could, but would I want to? It depends right. on the guy, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. But I know it's not easy. It's not like spreading butter. I mean, it's work. Yeah, exactly. You got to really put your back into it. But, but uh, meanwhile, Nancy stands up and she's like, I can do it. I'm still a virgin. Kurt and I didn't actually have sex, so I'm, I could do it. 
And Vicky's like, look, no offense, you are not the final girl. You are one of the hot blondes that exists to add to the body count. I'm sorry, like, you're just not a final girl. And Nancy runs out sobbing, and Max follows her, and Nancy says, do you think I'm really going to die? And Max is like, in the movie, you do. And so Nancy, for the first time, was like, so I'm never going to grow up. I'm never going to have a career. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. Because I've always dreamed of having a daughter. I would be, I think I'd be a really good, great mom. I know. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like crying. Um, she's like, I think I would have been a really great mom. And Max like really wants to tell her. She's like, well, but she's like, I, there's no point. It's just going to make her right. feel like worse. How, like, a, how yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, oh yeah, you did have a life. You don't get to live it. You know, like that's such a hard right. concept. Yeah. And Nancy's like, you know, I should have known something was up with this place. What kind of summer camp has waterbeds? Which I thought was a very <laughs> funny specific. It's a very funny line. Um, and But because Nancy's just, like is distressed, Max, that gives her enough to be like, I'm going to fucking fight. If I need a final girl, I'm going to do it. Because I have to, it's the right thing to do for my mother slash fictional character slash friend, you know? Yeah. So back in the main cabin, Chris is like, we're going to we're gonna try to plan this out to maximize our survival. So they're going to set a trap at the slumber party by booby trapping all the possible paths Billy could take in the house. And he calls it Operation Booby Trap because when they're finally ready, it's Tina's, uh, it, it said, I wrote Tina's titties are going to set it off. They change it to Tina's kitties. So Tina's kitties are going to set it off once they're ready to go. So we see everyone okay. preparing. Max, Gertie, and Vicky are like uh, sharpening sticks to make steaks out of. And Vicky starts sobbing and she apologizes to Gertie. And she's like, I'm so sorry that in middle school I told everyone to call you Pajunkadunk and I covered your locker in bacon. Like it was really funny, but I feel bad about it. What? And Gertie's like, that's okay. Crazy bitch behavior. <laughs> yeah. Gertie's like, that's okay. I'm the one who made it the rumor that you have a weird disease where you're always on your period, which I also thought was funny. <laughs> such a funny rumor it's it's of also course, like an absolute so, nightmare yeah and if someone said that in middle school you're like i don't know anything about anything so like i have to assume this i is would true. believe it and i'd be like gross <laughs> so vicky turns to max and he's like i'll be honest when your mom died like you completely shut me out and i was so jealous of when you were like your friendship with gertie and i was acting like a bitch to you and i was just being immature but i'm really sorry you know oh, I and like that they're doing this yeah but then max realizes like you know you don't have to give like your farewell speech like you don't have to die you know you're not going right. to die and biggie's like i'm the mean girl in the 80s horror movie and we're past the midpoint so you know i'd say that i've overstayed my welcome mm, it's coming and they all hug back at the main cabin tina has gotten one of her mittens off and is trying to undo her clothes. Oh, and Tina. Luckily, the gals Crafty. stop her. And they're like, nope. But they don't stop notice it. that she has snagged Vicky's Adderall. Because, again, look, it's an 80s summer camp movie. I, people are not going to not do drugs. 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 Exactly. It's yeah. like, oh, you got pills? Then Tina's going to need those pills. Who cares what they are? Um, and uh, later, Nancy and Max, they're soaking cloth and kerosene to wrap around arrows. They're going to make, like, flaming arrows. And right. Nancy asks Max, Max, like, so where do your parents think you are? Like, they must be so worried. Max is like, well, my dad died when I was little and my mom was awesome. Um, I mean, she was on a trip. And, of course, Nancy realizes Max's mom is dead. Right. And so Max gets an idea. And what she pitches Nancy is, I know in the movie you're supposed to die. But that doesn't mean you have to, right? Right? And if you don't die, then that means you'll be around at the end of the movie when we leave. Right? So then, who's to say you can't just 
You can't just come home with me. You can come back into our world and do whatever you want and go to college. She's like, where, where, like, when we go back, where will we be? And Max is like, well, the valley. We live in the valley. And Nancy's like, I could be a whole new person in the valley. I could have a whole life. And Nancy's like, I don't know. It's very overwhelming. Like, I need to think about this. And Nancy gives Max, like, a, a pink and purple friendship bracelet. And they hug. Aww. And finally, it's This movie's time. so cute. I know. <laughs> um, but, but it's finally time that Tina has to do her strip uh, tease. And I think there's no reason for this other than, like, it was a very funny choice. But Because she's eating yeah. a ton of Adderall. So she's, like, vibrating. And they're like, <laughs> do you think you could do this? She's like, yeah, I've never been more ready than before. And they put on Cherry Pie <laughs> by Warrant. And she does, yes, like, an insane frenetic strip tease in front of the open door. It's very funny. Like, pulling off her life vest and, like, her sweatshirts. Yes. And then finally at the end, screams and pulls up her bikini top. And a split second later, of course, we see Billy Murphy appearing out of the mist, answering the call. And so now I have to ask you, Allison, who, at this point in the movie, will survive? Who will survive? I want... Max to survive. I feel like mm-hmm. she is our actual final girl. Um, and I want her to bring her mom back with her. Great. Like, or me, no, I think maybe her mom doesn't come back and she like finally makes peace with like not have. Okay. So her mom dies. She stays alive. Um, Vicky dead. I feel like we need a body count of some kind. So yeah. we got Vicky. We got Gertie. We've got Blake. One of the other counselors. Right. We have Chris, the love interest. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. That sounds and then right. Nancy. I mean, Nancy, and yeah. Nancy. Yeah, I think Nancy will die. I think um, somebody's not. I, maybe Vicky dies, Gertie survives, Chris survives, and then all the other counselors die. Okay, great. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Unfortunately for her, Tina immediately freaks out upon seeing Billy Murphy and sort of like runs backward, tripping over one of the trip wires and falls headfirst into a bear trap oh that they God. have set up in the middle of the living room, which I could have told you was a bad idea. But I anywho, mean, her head is immediately crushed, Allison, unfortunately. By Tina. Yeah, it's like you can't escape like how this actually will work. Yeah. So uh, Billy Murphy enters, steps through the doorway, Chris screams, cut the rope, and Blake and Gertie cut a rope, a a totem pole flies across the room just as Chris closes the door. The totem pole hits Billy Murphy, his body flies and gets impaled on the multiple sets of deer antlers on the door. 
Okay. And in the moment, like, Gertie and Blake share a kiss, and Blake, filled with, like, brave like, bravado, he runs down to the stairs to grab Billy's machete out of his hand. Of course, Allison, he's not dead, and he stabs yeah. Blake. And Gertie yeah. runs, and he screams and holds him, but Blake dies in her arms. Hmm. And she's screaming, but, of course, Billy, because Billy has been alive so long... We know that he is potentially a supernatural entity. And as yes. a result, he peels himself off the antlers. That's not yeah. enough to kill him, you know? Yeah. And so Max grabs Gertie and is like, oh, we're very sad. We're sorry, Blake. And then throws her into the kitchen as everyone runs through the house to escape him. And as they do, start grabbing other things. So Ma- Max, Nancy, and Chris, they light the arrows. They hit this motherfucker with like a dozen flaming arrows. It doesn't even slow him down. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's like going to be the rule of like decapitation by his own machete is the only way to kill him. Yeah. So everyone runs up the stairs where Gertie and Vicky are waiting to pull a string. So the idea is like he has all these flaming arrows still stuck in him. They are going to pull a string and empty a bucket of kerosene to basically light him on fire. At least it'll slow him down. Cabin on fire. Well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, unfortunately, before they could tip the bucket, Billy reaches over and just knocks down a bookcase, pinning both Gertie and Vicky to the floor. Oh, and no. before Max can do anything, Billy takes his machete and drives it through the bookcase through Gertie's back. Oh, Gertie. Allison, Gertie dies. Well, and, dead. even worse, Vicky is pinned underneath the bookcase next to Gertie. And Vicky looks at Max and says, just go and save yourselves. So Max, Chris, and Nancy jump from the second story window and Vicky reaches up and she's finally able to grab the rope, saying the kerosene dumping onto Billy and then the room fucking explodes. So to your point, even if they had all been in the room and it worked, they would all be either killed or horribly injured. Horribly burned. And there's a fun moment where they're flying and they hit the ground in slow motion. Nancy's like, what's happening? (laughs) Because she doesn't know what slow motion is. And then Billy, on fire, which is like probably my favorite visual effect, leaps from the window in slow motion, just fucking lands on his feet, machete still in hand, and starts running after them, like totally on He's a trooper. As they flee into the woods, and they make it to the lake, they, screw, they jump into the lake, and as Billy descends on them, Max is like, I have an idea for a distraction. She has Nancy start telling the flashback story again. So suddenly they're in 1957. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't stop Billy, but it's enough to like confuse him because he right. he's now remembering this and he's been, but he's experiencing actually going back in time with them. Okay. And um they see he's entered into the era with them and he immediately gets hit by the counselor's convertible. He flies to the ground and his machete leaves his hand. Max is able to snatch him. But when she turns to him, Billy has already run away, and they see young Billy going to the outhouse, the firecracker. He runs out of the outhouse into an abandoned cabin and in a part of the camp that okay. even Nancy has never seen before. Okay. Unfortunately, they don't have time to explore it because adult Billy is almost on top of them. They flash back to the present. They're back in the movie. And unfortunately, Billy is still there. He yeah. slashes Chris, but then he grabs Nancy and he throws her over his shoulder And she screams for Max, but Chris stops back and says, don't go. She's gone. Max is like, she's not gone. It's still possible. And she's able to get Chris into like an abandoned church like you have at your uh, summer camp. There should always be an abandoned church on a campground. And she sort of throws Chris into the pews and says, I'll be back. I need to save Nancy. And Chris says, she's not real. Like, none of this is real. And Max's like, the fuck it isn't? Like, what do you, right. I mean, it's real enough, People isn't are it? dying. Yeah, like, if they're not real, then we're not real. Like, it's like, right. we're the same amount of real right now. Yes. You know? 
Chris begs her not to go and crying and tells her, like, I don't want to die alone. You know, and Max tells him, I promise you, no one else is dying tonight. And then she lifts Billy's machete and she's ready to kick ass. And of course, she yeah. knows where Billy is because we just saw the abandoned cabin two, right. two minutes ago. So she creeps in with a lantern, probably all that kerosene, and Some finds kerosene. all the bodies of all the counselors, uh, as well as Nancy, who is uh, very injured but alive. Unfortunately, Billy appears behind her grabs Max and then just throwing them both across the room, grabs Max by the throat and we hear the machete clatter to the ground. So it's now it's out of her hand and he doesn't even need it. Cause he has another knife. Then he stabs Max with his other knife. No. Nancy grabs the machete and stabs Billy deep enough to wound him at least long enough for them to escape. Yes. So Nancy is now bringing Max to the abandoned church and Max is injured and Max is, am I dying? And Nancy says, you are dying. But I realize that I know how to end the movie, which is I have to die. You have to be the final girl. The only way this is going to uh, finish is that you will be left. So I'm going to sacrifice myself. And then the movie could finally end. And Max is like, you don't know if that makes any sense. No, it's true. We actually like, have no idea. And she, it is also, it's like, you're my mother, sort of. You know, like, she doesn't say that yeah. yet, but she's just like, I can't let you do that. And Nancy's like, no, I, I think there are rules at play. And... I, I'm I'm not the final girl. And if I don't, if I live, then we'll just, the three of us will be trapped in this part of the movie forever. Like, it's just going to be him hunting us forever. Forever. And Max is like, please, I can save you. And Nancy's like, you know, you already did. You know, you, I've never felt alive before you showed up. I just felt like two dimensional, you know, like, because I was. But you really, you know, you, you gave me all these things. And Max tries to tell her, like, your name is Amanda Cartwright. You live in Encino. You, your favorite uh, song is Betty Davis Eyes. You love Mel's Diner. And you wanted to be the biggest movie star, you know, and you had a daughter. You have a daughter. And Nancy's like... I, this is a lot to take in. And Max That's says, a lot. And Max says, I don't want you to lose you again. And Nancy's like, I'm not lost. You know exactly where I'll be. I'm going to be in this movie, you know, but you have to let me go. I have to do this. And Max Aww. is like, I love you. And I'm, I know. I'm going to cry too. She's <laughs> like, <gonna> cry. <laughs> she's like, I love you. And I'm sorry. I didn't get to tell her that before she died. And Nancy's like, you know, I know she knows. And she was right about one thing. I am a movie star. And then she walks Aww. out. And we hear Betty Davis' eyes starts playing, but it's not just in the movie soundtrack. Like, they can hear it as well. And yeah. Nancy walks outside, and she summons Billy by taking off her shirt. And then she just started dancing into Betty Davis' eyes. And she turns back to, like, look at Max, and she refuses to turn around when Billy shows up, even though she knows he's there. And he stabs her in the back. And we see her, like, in the wide. We see her body falls to the ground. Mm -hmm. Lightning strikes, and Max opens her eyes. She is now the final girl. She is now okay. entering, like, she knows that she has to do this. This is it, the, the battle. Yeah. So she picks up the machete, and she just spins it in her hand, like she's done it a million times, you know? And she looks at Chris, who is barely alive, and runs outside to fight Billy, and she says, you fucked with the wrong virgin. And I thought this was very fun, because it's sort of shot almost like, this it's like this purple lightning in the sky, like wide mm -hmm. shot. It's almost like a video game. And oh, she's wielding like it like she's been training her whole life. Very Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Billy throws his other knife. She's able to duck under it. She leaps onto Billy and she swings the machete and slices his head off. And his head just fucking flies away. <laughs> and of course, now it's suddenly dawn. And as she stands there over his body, she looks and she can see the credits roll across the sky as the movie ends. And Chris limps over and they have their movie kiss. They finally kiss. Aww. And then suddenly they see I a love giant. All of this for Max. 
I know. I, yeah, I know. It's so sweet. And then suddenly a giant R rating symbol shows up and the tape starts to whir and rewind and they grab each other because they don't know what's going on and they wake up in a hospital bed. Oh, well, okay. she's in a bed. They're in two bit, different beds. Yeah. She wakes up in a hospital bed next to Chris who's still asleep and she hears voices from behind a curtain. She throws the curtain back to find Duncan, Gertie, and Vicky all alive. They're also in hospital gowns. And she's like, was that all a dream? Duncan's like, no, this is a fucking machete wound. And he lifts up his hospital gown, revealing a huge stitched up gash. He's like, that was all fucking real. And Max looks down and sees the friendship bracelet her mom gave her. Unfortunately, Allison, they suddenly hear the sound. And they they peer out the door to see a doctor flirting with a nurse. And Duncan says, oh, my God, of course. And they look around the room and we see like a Rubik's Cube, uh, a can of tab, a gizmo toy. It's still the 80s. Suddenly, Billy Murphy bursts through the hospital doors like glass everywhere, holding two machetes. And we see the title card come up, Camp Bloodbath 2, Cruel Summer. A sequel. Immediately back in um, Final Girl mode, uh, Max grabs an IV pole and just fucking lunges at Billy. And the last thing we hear is Duncan saying... This is so great. The sequel is so much better than the original. The end. Oh, I love it. So, I mean, it does beg the question what happens at the end of the sequel, but I like to think that they get out of it. Yeah. They had to go to this tribulation. Right. Yeah. But they're able to then get back into reality. I don't (laughs) fuzzy. Like what would happen then? Yeah. I genuinely don't know. I would like to ask the screenwriters what they think happens at the end. I think if that, you wrote this movie, please tell us. <laughs> I think what they thought happened is that they would get a sequel deal. A sequel, mm-hmm. don't you think? And yeah, I guess that didn't happen. No, it's good though. Yeah, um, that's fun. So, what are some fatal mistakes you think some people may have made um, during the movie? Fatal mistakes. I mean, I think we talk about it a lot, but you know taking care of yourself and your own grief Mm -hmm. um, feels like maybe if that had been dealt with, this wouldn't have all happened. Yeah. You kind of think that is the mechanism by which they were able to enter the movie. Yes. Um, Also like don't bring a whole bottle of vodka to a movie. And if you are going to do that, hold on to it really well and don't like drop it and let it get everywhere. Yeah. Cause that's, that's like what caused the, explosive fire that they all got like trapped in. Right. Cause the other option is the ending is they've all died in a terrible fire. This is Max's right. final hallucination. Right. That also seems extremely plausible. Or maybe she's in a coma. Yeah. Um, but then within the movie, within the movie, like, yeah, I feel like they did everything they could. I think that they should have told all the other counselors like sooner. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, worse comes to worse, they would just not believe you. And it's like, well, at least right. you... Because then, And then when things started going, like, I mean, eventually, like, I like that they all did listen and they did have, like, a plan, even though it didn't work. Yeah. Everyone was really doing their best mm-hmm. to do what they thought was the right thing. Yes. And hard to know, because, like, it's not like the rules were so explicit. Yeah, this is not a... They had to learn as they went. Right, because it's the rules of the horror movie, but then there's also the rules of... How do we survive this situation in which we are real people inside of a horror movie? Yes, exactly. And that's and like, a how whole, do you use knowledge that exists outside of, of your realm? Yeah, it's uh, confusing. Um, but it was such a – I liked it. I liked it, too. It's real it. sweet. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll ask about the spooky scale. It's not a particularly spooky movie, but where would you yeah. place this movie on the spooky scale, Allison? A spooky scale. I mean, like a two. Yeah. It's still like, it's still deaths. You're still like, I think you're still seeing people get like brutally murdered. Like the way that Gertie and Vicky go out is pretty brutal. Yeah, I'm going to say two as well, because I do, I did have a level of, fear and terror where I realized that um, Nancy was going to allow herself to be killed. I'm like, no, why yeah. are we going to do this? But I guess one. Yeah. That's really what I'm saying. One. One. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um. Well, that was a good one. That was a fun surprise. Like, I didn't know what this movie was going to be. And it was such a fun, different, you know, I always say that I hate horror comedy, but like, this was a nice, I feel like this was like a real, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I definitely think this is a movie, if you're a listener who can can watch a horror comedy, can watch a lighter movie, you absolutely could watch this one. This is not yeah. there. I mean, there's the, the even the slashing is like very, you know, it's PG-13, but not, yeah. not in like The Ring. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. People talk about right. like, oh, PG-13. The Ring is PG-13. That movie's fucking the terrifying. The Ring is PG-13? Is PG-13. We do not talk about that enough. And I think it's because, like, yeah, there isn't blood. There's no nudity. There's no swearing. So technically. Yeah, but it's, like, the most chilling thing of all time. Oh, 100%. You're preaching to the choir here. But 13-year-old um, me seeing that, like, possibly absolutely seeing that movie. Not. Absolutely, absolutely not. It would have ruined not. my life. <laughs> yeah. I um, I, I always remember this. One of my, to, to this day, one of my favorite um, horror movies and also um, rated PG-13. Um, but yeah, but this was lovely. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, this is a this is a, a real treat. Um, yeah, you can email us at uh, ruined at the radio point dot com, or you can message us on Instagram at ruined podcast. That's where we are. We're also on Twitter, the same handle at ruined podcast, and TikTok at ruined podcast. Though we're learning our way through that, so don't use that as any kind of method to connect to us yet because no, we are. That's- Figuring it out. That's um, a path to madness, for sure. Like like two uh, gals nearing 40. <laughs> Hurtling towards it. Hurtling towards 40. Um, but yeah, big shout out to Malin Ackerman. Yeah, Still she's doing it. Actress. Doing a great job. And yeah, well, until next time, uh, guys, uh, please. If you would. Keep it spooky. We love you. We love you. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.